0: You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Thursday, May the 20th of 2021. Today's show is sponsored by Locker Room. Make sure to download the app and join me sometime this weekend during the Cubs series to get on to the action. Locker room is changing the way we talk sports. My name is Lucas Smith, St. Louis Cardinals mega fan and your host for the show. Thanks for tuning in today. Get to talk about yet another Cardinal win. I love the Cardinals no matter what. Don't get me wrong. But there is something a little bit more fun getting to talk about Redbird winners and getting to talk about pretty convincing wins um, when the Cardinals had just that this week with a little mini two game sweep of the Pittsburgh Pirates winning 8 to 5 yesterday and then all the way back on Tuesday Cardinals winning 5 to 2 and this is exactly what I talked about on Monday and Tuesday's episodes um that the Cardinals just needed to plain and simple take care of business and that's plain and simple what they did Cardinals took care of business Uh, Oh, this week, sweeping the little mini two-game set that they needed to sweep. And if you're going to be the best in the division, not only do you have to beat the best, which right now the Cubs are in second place, so the Cardinals are going to have to beat them this weekend. Um, You have to beat the majority of the time, but you have to beat the worst all the time. You know, I'm not saying that if the Cardinals lose a game to Pittsburgh, then all of a sudden they're the worst team in the major leagues or anything of that nature, but... They better be winning most of the time against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Cardinals also improved their run differential to plus 20 for the year. That is best in the National League Central. That is fourth best in the National League. They actually have the uh, only—the Cubs have plus four, but uh, Cardinals are just really playing good baseball right now. And and granted, I'm going to say this right up front. I'm going to talk a lot of positives, talk about the game yesterday, but I do want to throw a word of caution both to you guys, to myself, to everybody— This was the Pirates. Two-game sweep against the Dodgers, against the Padres would be a little bit different. This was the Pirates. This is what we expected to happen. This is what needed to happen if the Cardinals are going to be a good baseball team. Positives? Yes, absolutely. Lots of good things to talk about from yesterday's game, including me being wrong, not once, but twice on two people on slumps. I'll take that (laughs) hit. But nevertheless... Let's just keep in mind that this was this team is the Pittsburgh Pirates, and the Cardinals should have won both of these games. And credit to them, they did win both those games. And that that's all you can ask for: beat the teams you need to beat. Cardinals did just that. I forget who sings it, but the the, the song was playing in my head last night. Taking care of business. I'm not a singer, so I'll stop that now. But Cardinals took care of business um yesterday and let, let, let's talk about it lots of good things to talk about we're going to start with the offensive side of things um eight runs six of them coming in the first two innings um 10 hits for st louis today lots of good performances lots of good performances northern Arnado, what's wrong with them? he went one for five it's the end of the world oh no oh no just kidding but good performances from edmund goldschmidt and even justin williams Had himself a day. One for three, couple walks on base um, three times there. And six plate appearances for the right fielder. He really stepped up after a sluggish game the day before, striking out all the time, uh, 0 for 4. So credit there. Lots of credit there. You know, I I I will criticize, but I will also give credit, whatever credit is due, and I will give credit to Justin Williams. Justin Williams, you know, granted, like like it's it's one game, so I'm not saying Justin Williams is back and he's the best and all these things. But, you know, credit to him. We're coming back after after the Golden Sombrero, which is not an easy thing to do and play very well. And also the, the two guys that I mentioned a little bit ago that I was wrong on slumps, Paul Goldschmidt and Tommy Edmund. Tommy Edmund, uh since his since my Monday show, uh has five RBIs and four or six hits. So and in his last seven games, so that, that, those were that was a little two game outburst from evan I'll, I'll still, you know, I'll take the hit to those two games, but you know his slugging percentage is still really really low for what I would like it to be. Granted, he's just a leadoff hitter, but I think three seventy six is still a touch low. OPS of seven twelve, but dude can hit. Dude can absolutely hit. Um, has fifty hits on the season. That's top five of the National League. Um, so the, there's no question that he, he finds holes. You know, I, you know you might like to see a little bit more type of production and things like that, but it is what it is. But Paul Goldschmidt, I, I was dead wrong on. I really, really do apologize for that because we're on the 20th of May. The Cardinals have played, uh, let's see, I think they've only played every day, but two ga- two days this year in the, in this May because they finished up that, that streak of um, 17 days in a row. Yeah, they've had just three off days this year or the, <laughs> this year, this month. So they've played 17 games. My math is correct. So, in the last 15 games, Goldschmidt is hitting 288 with an on base of 344 and a slugging percentage of 492. Just 14 strikeouts, five walks, a little bit low, but three home runs in those last 15. In his last seven games, 296 with an on base percentage of 387 and a slugging percentage of 407. Uh, no home runs, uh, but some doubles in there for Goldschmidt. So, I was definitely. Definitely wrong on the Goldschmidt slump, so I will take the L there. May has been very, very kind to Mr. Goldschmidt. May has also been kind, don't know if you noticed or not, but May has also been kind to Nolan Arenado. Because in May, the month of May, 17 games, 379, 431 on base, 758. Slugging for an OPS of one He's got... Six homers, 16 runs driven in. Uh, only five strikeouts compared to 19 strikeouts in 26 games back in April. Five doubles, throwing a triple in there as well for Nolan Arnato. So, I'll take the L on Edmund and Goldschmidt slumping away. Uh, but Arnato, even though it is abysmal, awful, setting him down one for five performance, hence the sarcasm. <laughs> and yesterday's game, go- arnado has been a godsend. And also, I'll give credit as well to Mr. Armando Sosa. He went one for two, walked one, struck out once, but he made a couple of dandy, and I mean dandy plays at shortstop. Really liked what I saw out of Armando Sosa today, or yesterday rather. And you know, I'm not saying he's a long-term solution. Just a couple games here against the Pirates. So, you know, everything positive that I say, keep in mind that it is still just against the Pirates, and this all should happen, but still, Munoz really proving that he might not be completely done for, and he might actually still have some, some worth and still uh, have some value to this team. So, offensively, not a whole lot of complaints. You know, Cardinals only struck out nine times. They drew eight walks against this Pittsburgh Pirates pitching staff, and that, offensively, yeah, I have nothing. Bader had a stolen base. Sosa stole a bag. Edmund stole a bag. Edmund leads a team with eight steals. Edmund can literally, it seems like, do it all. Do it all except for pitch, maybe. But he can he can do a lot of things well on the baseball team. On the baseball field, excuse me. Um, but, but nevertheless, really happy with the offense yesterday. Um, there, there's little to no complaints. They were even 5-for-19. That's 263 with runners in scoring position. Not incredible, but the Cardinals have had a lot worse than that, so I will take it. Offensively, little to no complaints. Pitching, I do have a couple complaints. I do, I do. Um, Not with a starter, mind you, um, but I do have a couple complaints with the pitching staff, which is rare for me, because I do, for those of you who listened for a long time, you know that I love my pitching and newer listeners or first-time listeners just know that I do love my pitching. I think that Cardinal pitching overall will be a good investment. But if you are into real investing and don't know how to get started, then I'm going to tell you about Wealthfront. It, Wealthfront makes investing easy. They have the right tools for every single portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds with personalized just-for-you-in-minutes. There's no more manual trading, no more picking stocks, no watching the stock market every single day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences that you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the annual 0.25% advisory fee. And best of all, this is automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over, 200, or excuse me, with over $20 billion of assets. And you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. All you need is $500 to get started. You can grow your wealth the easy way with Wealthfront. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. That is W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnMLB to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB and get started today. And you all know that Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, but did you know that they have nine delicious flavors and that every single Bilt Bar fan is passionate about their favorites. They've got coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. So there's something for everyone. Of these nine, my favorite is double chocolate because I love it from chocolate. All these bars are covered in chocolate. If you haven't tried them all, you can get a mix box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. But just because they're covered in chocolate doesn't mean they're not healthy. Most of the flavors are 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and just 4 grams of net carbs. My mouth is watering just thinking about these things. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first order, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. Go to BuiltBar.com right now and use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. I usually don't complain about pitching because I usually think that any bad pitching performance is an aberration. It's, it's it's a short-term thing. I think the Cardinals can fix it. I think this bullpen's really good. And I still think all those things. I still think this pitching staff is really good. But I'm going to address the elephant in the room, Tyler Shilt. Oh, I'm sorry, Tyler Webb. <laughs> Holy cow, does Tyler Webb look like Mike Shilt? Is that why Mike Shilt keeps going to him? I don't know. Maybe. Here's my problem. I think overall or early in the season, his numbers weren't indicative of his talent. I do. I, I truly, truly, truly believe that. However, it's time to it's time to address what, what's wrong. Overall numbers: eleven twenty-five ERA, seventeen games, twelve innings, eleven strikeouts, whip, two and a whip 2.25. In his last seven games, that's just four and a third innings pitched in those seven appearances. Seven hits, eight earned, eight walks, and three strikeouts and a whip over three. Last year, he was really good. There's no disputing that. 2.08 ERA. Just five earned runs in 21 and two-thirds of an inning. The key there for me, seven walks in 21 and two-thirds of an inning. This year, like I mentioned, or I don't know if I mentioned this yet, this year, 14 walks in just 12 innings. And early on in the year, Tyler Webb was good. He had two scoreless outings, had a rough outing here and there, but he had a stretch from April 11th to April 18th of scoreless outings. And then May hit. He's had one scoreless, two scoreless outings, and both of them... It was only one out that he pitched. And yesterday, yesterday, the only reason it was scoreless is because the runs were charged to Cody Whitley. So six earned and just three and two-thirds of an inning here in May. And again, the stretch was only four appearances. And it was only three and two-thirds of an inning of scoreless baseball. So I've always been one to say to defend Tyler Webb, I've always thought that he was better than the numbers no longer people can change their minds and that's exactly what i'm doing i think tyler webb i've seen enough time to go time to go dfa trade release option down um yeah i i I don't know i don't know what the solution is but i do know that the solution is not tyler webb now that said i'm going to to choose a different tone here and i am actually going to defend cody whitley yes cody whitley the man with a 4.76 era in nine and two-thirds of an innings with just eight punch outs in 10 games here's why i'm going to defend him he had a two-inning outing against washington to start his season on april 13th gave up two runs and a bad outing against philadelphia so his era for april is four and a half not good here's why i'm going to defend cody whitley Scoreless baseball on the 1st of May. On the 5th of May. On the 6th of May. Two-thirds of an inning. On the 8th of May. On the 11th of May. And on the 14th of May. All of those one-inning outings other than May 6th. So, that is five and two-thirds of an innings of scoreless baseball. And then yesterday, he just became unraveled. Gave up a walk. Gave up three or two hits. All runners of his came around to score. So... His ERA shot back up. It was down to 1.86 coming into play yesterday. Shot back up to four, uh, or shot back up to four six six. I'm sorry, I m- m- misspoke earlier about his ERA. But I am not giving up on Cody Whitley yet because I still think Cody Whitley has. I think Cody Whitley has better stuff than than Tyler Webb. I've never thought that Tyler Webb has had ex- exquisite stuff. Never have. But I thought, I thought he had the ability to get outs. And he, he hasn't. I was wrong. I was wrong on Tyler Webb. I'll take it. That's fine. But, Tyler, but Cody Whitley, I haven't seen enough of him yet to really give up on him. He, he pitched poorly yesterday. No question about it. That's fine. Yes. B- bad outing for Whitley. But I still think he could be good. Rest of the bullpen, and yes, I'm going to get to Jack Flaherty in a moment. Don't you worry. Was remarkable, if you ask me. Hennessy Cabrera g- gets out of the... Seventh inning from hell without allowing an earned run to score on his part. Give up an RBI ground on I think. But struck him out. He has been absolutely dynamite out of the bullpen this year. Dynamite. And I think, like I said, I don't know if he's going to be a starter in the future. I don't know what his desires are. But holy cow, he could be one of the game's best out of the bullpen if he chooses to stay. Already 21 games this year, 22 innings. Just five earned runs. Five earned runs. His last earned run that was charged to him came on May 1st and in a one-out appearance against Pittsburgh. That's it. The other earned run before that came against Philadelphia. We all know what happened there. Then he gave up an earned run back on April 11th against Milwaukee. Two earned runs all the way back on April 4th. This man has been dynamite. I love his stuff. I love his swagger. I love his confidence. I love the way he's able to pitch. I absolutely love it. And, unpopular opinion, I also like Ryan Helsley. I think Ryan Helsley can be really good. His ear rate, his numbers don't show how good he is either, but I, I think I'm right on Helsley. I like his stuff. We'll see. Was, well, you know, verdict jury's still out on Helsley. The jury is in. The jury has made a final decision on Alex Reyes, and that is he is phenomenal, and he is fantastic. One earned run and 23 innings of pitching. That's good for a 0.39 ERA. 13 for 13 in save opportunities. 31 punch outs, a whip of 1.26. This is the kind of Alex Reyes we thought we were going to get when they when he first came up. Gave up an earned run on May 8th in an inning and two-third outing against Colorado. So it wasn't even a one-inning outing. It was one and two-thirds. He's really, really come on strong. Love Reyes. And now let's get to the man of the hour. Jack Flaherty yesterday. Was it his best, dominating, shut-you-down, fantastic ace stuff? Maybe not. He did strike out seven and six innings. Gave up a bomb to Polanco. My main problem were the four walks. Can't throw strikes. Four walks, problem. However, just two earned run, four hits, six innings. 8-0, ERA down 2.53. I know wins and losses aren't everything. I realize that. They don't mean as much as they used to. But I still like it. I, 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 you know, I'm not saying that if somebody has 8 wins versus 4 wins, that 8-win pitcher is automatically better. But I do think that it, has, it does have something to do with it. Something. But what I like even more, 53 in the third innings over 9 starts in a whip of .99. In his last 7 starts, an ERA of 1.88, a whip of .93. Needs to be more efficient. Needs to not walk as many guys. And he knows that. He talked about that. But I'll tell you what. You go six innings. Give up two earned every time. Not too shabby. I'd like to see more from him. But overall. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. At all. So. Three off days. in The last week and a half. And an off day on Monday the tenth. Off day earlier this Monday, earlier this week on a Monday. Off day today. What's next? Three games against the Cubs, three against the White Sox, three at the Diamondbacks. And then they stay out west and have not one but three at the Dodgers, and then four at the Reds. What does that sound like? Sounds like another seventeen games in seventeen day straight stretch. If I could speak for the St. Louis Cardinals, that means pitching is going to change that means we're going to have a possible six-man rotation and that means somebody's got to go to the bullpen who's it going to be hunter landstrom asked me that on twitter at hunter landstrom01 thanks for the question on twitter and i said he asked who goes to the bullpen gant martinez or kk martinez is going to start there's no question about that for me and as good as gant was on monday gant got to go to the bullpen i think I'll we'll talk about that coming up here in just a moment, as well as a little mini preview of the upcoming pretty big series with the Chicago Cubs. So talk about starting pitching, preview the series, let you know what's coming your way tomorrow as well. Um, but first, I want to tell you about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and check all the action at Bet Online. What else is in full swing? You've got the NBA Play-In Tournament. You've got the NHL Stanley Cup Playoffs. And as always, your UFC MMA action. So before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams in the NBA and NHL are in their playoff runs and as teams in the Major League Baseball. Try to figure out what kind of team they are. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with the promo code locked on on your first deposit. Once again, a 50% welcome bonus is on the table with the promo code locked on. L O C K E D O N. 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with that promo code. But online. Your online sportsbook experts. So before I talk about Gantt, before I talk about starting pitching, before I talk about the weekend series, gotta talk about the former Cardinal Manager. Tony Russa is in some hot water. I loved Tony La Russa when he was a Cardinal. I really did. Don't think too many people hated him. Unless you weren't a Cardinal. But boy, oh boy, is he wrong on this. I don't know if you've heard or not. There's an unwritten rule that was broken. I don't know how it's unwritten and it's a rule, but an unwritten rule was broken. Your main Mercedes, rookie of the year candidate in the American League, was his White Sox were up 15-6. to six. Twins had a Position player in Astuito, uh, the Tortuga, La Tortuga as they call him, Nash Walker, locked on twin, shout out, love that guy. 3 0 pitch, position player pitching, bottom of the eighth. Mercedes swings at said 3 0 pitch, that was about 47 miles per, and crushes it to left center field. And there's been turmoil. La Russa didn't like it, said that Mercedes is going to serve a punishment within their family. There's differences, opinions even within Larusa's own clubhouse. There's a quote that Lance Lynn didn't have a problem with it. Doesn't mind people breaking the quote-unquote unwritten rules. Larusa said that he has a dugout, I have an office. I disagree. How arrogant is that? I'm sorry. I know that Larusa was a great manager in his heyday, with both Oakland, even the White Sox back in the day, and the St. Louis. I understand that. I'm not trying to. Disrespect the past. He is a Hall of Fame manager. No questions asked. No disputing it. But there, he, he just needs to He needs to go with that opinion. I mean, come on. I'm as probably close to a traditionalist as you're going to get. But swinging on 3-0, I have zero problem. Zero problem in that situation. There is a question as to whether or not he missed a take sign. If he missed a take sign, that's one thing. I looked at it. didn't look like he looked for a sign once. I have no, no problem with it. Unwritten rules. The, this older generation has so many of them. And it's hard to keep track of, and it's taking away from the enjoyment. We should be talking about, or not, not on this podcast, but people should be talking about the fact that the White Sox are in first place in the American League Central and how they're playing really well at good baseball without Eloy Jimenez, without Luis Robert, but no. They're talking about their manager having an awful take and messing the, messing the chemistry of the clubhouse. It, it's just sad. Swing away on 3-0. Oh. If you don't want the guy to hit a home run, throw a better pitch. If you're throwing in a position player, you get to say nothing. And then the Twins throw at Mercedes the next day. Come on, give me a break. Give me an absolute break. All right, rant over. Let's talk Cardinal baseball. Gant should go to the bullpen. If, if they need to push one down. Because um, Mar- Cardinals, Cardinals have set out their their rotation for the weekend. Martinez makes his return. Michaelis makes his debut. Wayne will get Sunday Night Baseball. Michaelis will pitch for the first time since 2019. Specifically for the first time since the 2019 National League Championship Series. Wainwright will look to pitch better in his second consecutive Sunday Night Baseball. I just think that the Cardinals are going to go to a six-man rotation as good as Gant was. And Gant was good on, my, on Tuesday. He was really good. His best, best start of his season, without a doubt. But I still think he's better in the bullpen. And especially if you're going to send Webb down, I think Gant's the easy option to go back there. So we'll see. And I'm going to save my predictions for tomorrow's show because tomorrow's show is going to be a crossover event with the new Locked On Cubs host Joe Clinton. Started this week, doing a great job already. Yes, I know he's Cubs, but he's still doing a great job. So we are recording tonight for tomorrow's episode. So send in your questions to to LO underscore Cardinals on Twitter or Instagram. Send in uh, also your questions to at LJFastball on Twitter. Or you can email the show at LockedOnCards at gmail.com. Again, that is LockedOnCards at gmail.com. So that's going to do it for today's show. Before I let you go... Locked On Today has some exciting stuff today because of the play-in tournament. Steph Curry wasn't enough for the Warriors against the Lakers. If you like basketball at all, go to Locked On Today. Go to Locked On Warriors. Go to Locked On Lakers. But before any of that, go to Locked On Today. Get more of the sporting news you need in less time with Locked On Today podcast. Follow Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Crazy game last night. Crazy game. I'll let the, the basketball experts discuss that. So once again, tomorrow Locked On Cubs, host Joe and I, We'll be talking some Cub Cardinal baseball for what should be a fun and exciting weekend series at Bush. And until I talk to you then, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic day.